the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Woo! It's Friday night. <laughs> if the aliens landed tomorrow and said, take me to your leader, it would be embarrassing. <laughs> oh, you know what? It already is embarrassing to the world. Has anybody seen those pictures of Biden out on the beach? Dude, is there not like, I mean, with all the money y'all have made off of selling off the country, can you not go to that the private island by the guy, Virgin Airlines? What's his name? The dude from Virgin Airlines. He's the the, the really unattractive British dude. He's got that island down there that all the celebrities go and they they rent. And that's where they, that Obama's been there. That's where you go. Use Photoshop. You know, yeah, you don't go lay out on the beach and embarrass this country, looking like looking like a corpse on the beach. You think Trump would be seen looking like that, man? Trump would never be seen like Joe Biden is, looking like a doofus on a bike with the helmet and falling because he can't even because he can't even navigate a bike. Trump's always on point, always in a suit, always with the hair done. I wanted Trump to get a mugshot yesterday. He wants to look like number one no matter where he goes. Always. I'm telling you, if they incarcerate him, he's going to be like, put a tie around that that jumpsuit for me because I wear a tie wherever I go. I miss that. The One of the things that I do miss, I love my life. I got to tell you guys, I love... Being here, sharing this time with you guys every day. I'm super jazzed and excited for the event next week to get to hang out with people in person, not just chatting through the micro, through the, the microphone. But the one thing that I do miss that I'm reminded of from my corporate days when I see Trump is I miss working every day in an environment where everybody was dressed to the nines every day. And I mean to the nines at Xerox to where one of my friends was out cold calling and she had put on flat shoes so she could be comfortable when she's out and uh, cold calling, knocking on doors. And it was in the middle of the summer. Her name was Kathy. And she got back to the office and they were like, we need to see you in the conference room. True story. And she goes in the conference room and our boss was like, okay, explain this. This get up you're wearing, okay? Because it's just not not appropriate. And she's like, I've been out cold calling. I needed to be comfortable. And they're like, no, no, we don't care. Okay, when I worked in Las Vegas, the men were in suits. Suits in a hundred. You think of the summer in Vegas right now, 115 degrees. And we were outside cold calling in business suits. And I'm in heels, pantyhose, and a full suit in 115 degree heat. The image you put out is the one you want received, right? Joe Biden laying on a beach looking like a looking like a corpse. He don't care. He didn't care at all. You know what it says to me? Trump went from being arraigned 
Nancy Pelosi, we didn't even pull the clip. Pelosi made some some comment about how, oh, I didn't, I wasn't in the courtroom, but he looked to me like a puppy. No, he didn't look like no sad puppy. He came out from that arraignment yesterday, and he said, I can't believe how filthy D.C. is since I left it and I was in charge of this country. Oh, by the way, you know, give me another indictment because I'm going to stand up against it. And then he went down to an event in Alabama tonight where he's with Tuberville, who, by the way, we haven't talked much about the story, but Tuberville out of Alabama is like, no, I'm not I'm not going along with any not promotions within the DOD as long as they've got it on the books that taxpayer funds are paying for military people to fly around and get abortions. Not doing it. Want to play a couple of clips that Skins pulled uh, from Trump speaking tonight. Does anybody think that after six years of persecution and what he Trump, if this was DeSantis, that DeSantis would still be in the game? DeSantis, after the first year, would be in a corner chewing on his toenails at this point. Please play uh, trip, Trump one. He should know they all lied. Fifty one of them lied. And it would have made a difference of about 11 points in the election, according to the pollsters. They lied. As an example, every one of these Many fake charges filed against me by the corrupt Biden DOJ could have been filed two and a half years ago. They didn't want to do it two and a half years ago. They wanted to wait, and they did wait. They waited right to the middle of an election, Mm -hmm. and they waited until I became the dominant force in the polls because we're dominating everybody, including Biden in the polls. And then they filed them all, every one of them, all at essentially one time. Yeah. He's absolutely right. This is election interference. And if DeSantis, see, I'm in a position now to where with DeSantis basically saying Trump never had any arguments about the 2020 election and basically Joe Biden won fair and square. Now I'm in a position to where if Trump drops dead or if something happens and Trump decides, you know what, I've had enough. I can't deal with this. And he leaves. Who do I who who do I vote for? Is there another American, Andrea, that that you know of that is made of more sterner stuff than former President Trump? No. 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 Let me tell you, I have a family member that was persecuted by a U.S. attorney because he was running for office and he was trying to make a name for himself uh, going against white collar crime. And I'm not going to get into the story because it's not mine to tell. But let me tell you, I know the hell when you are in the crosshairs of the government. I know it well. And the fact that he is just that strong is why it's what what a ridiculous idea that the left is doing this because they think he's that he's the one they can beat. It just doesn't even make sense. If they thought if they thought Trump was the they wouldn't need to continue to do this. He's already ahead in the polls. All right. Here's a um, another uh, comment from uh, Trump tonight about the uh, tactics that they're using to interfere in the election. It's uh, Trump three. The fact is that it's not fair and it's probably not legal what they're doing. They want to interfere in my campaign. They want to interfere in the elections. A commonly used tactic in third world countries. That's where this tactic comes. Third world, fourth world, fifth world countries. And they're taking it to a level that our country has never seen. The fake charge. Yeah. <clears throat> it's interesting because Jen Psaki you know, the left, they're masters at um, being guilty of anything that I actually think that this is a, an old Saul Alinsky, if not a Marxist tactic, you know, uh, accuse others of what you're doing for cover. Here is what Jen Psaki had to say today 
you know what? I never thought that there would be a time where I might actually pine for Jen Psaki to return to being the spokesperson because uh, Kareem Mophead is just, that's how abysmal she is. But here's what Glenn's, uh, Glenn, Jen Psaki had to say today about uh, Donald Trump and the Hunter Biden scandals, clip seven. And they're also trying to tie in Hunter Biden with President Biden, not just Biden. Of, uh, of course just- they are. And there's no evidence of that. But they're going to keep trying <laughs> because that is the argument that they they want to fuzzy the waters out there. Muddy the waters, not fuzzy them. Muddy the waters out there. That, by the way, is a tactic that Vladimir Putin and other authoritarian dictators use. But that's their strategic objective. Um, projection. It's all that that is. She had to throw Putin in there, right? Because they're continuing to still. I mean, Donald Trump is being charged with creating mistrust. Yet Adam Schiff, mistrust in our elections, Adam Schiff and the Jen Psaki's of the world. But let's talk about just Adam Schiff, a sitting congressman who's still, I believe, on either Judiciary or the Oversight Committee who for five years went to the American people and said that he had personally seen evidence that Donald Trump colluded with the Russians to interfere in elections and even continued to say it. And yet he's still walking around. Where is the Republican Party? They're absent skins. They're nowhere tonight. Well, that should tell you what you need to know. Trump's out there on the heels of this persecution and still fighting for us. I, I, we didn't get to hear everything that he had to say tonight. I wish that he had tied it more to the American people, though, and actually quoted Jonathan Turley and what he said, that the way that they're trying to get to Trump is through free speech. And this will blow back on every one of us out there. Here's what Trump had to say tonight about the debates. We talked earlier about DeSantis deciding three months later to take uh, Newsom up on his idea of a debate because I think that DeSantis is now officially the establishment choice, in my opinion, and uh, Newsom is the one, is the Democrat donor's choice. That's what that's about. Here's what Trump had to say tonight about him debating Trump too. We need one more indictment to close out this election. One more indictment and this election is closed out. Nobody has even a chance. We've already defeated the Republicans. There are two and three and one. You know, they all want me to go, Kay, onto the debate stage. And I say, well, if we're at 71 and they're at zero, one, two, three, some of them are at four or five. I don't know. Does it really make a lot of sense? It doesn't really. I love to debate, but, you know, sometimes you don't want to be a fool. You want a smart president. You don't want a stupid president. But, you know, the radical left, what they say is, oh, we want Trump. That's only because we're leading in the polls, because they're a party of disinformation, misinformation, a big party of disinformation. The person they don't want is Trump. We beat them by so much. Yes. Doris Kearns Goodwin, I think her name is. I used to, I used to um, see her on Fox back when I used to watch Fox. Uh, she said on MSN, she said on MSNBC today uh, that they better convict Trump because he's got the ability to win in 2024, and that's absolutely what it's all about. So they're almost backing themselves in a corner now. They don't. They they better hope this goes through. Yeah. Um, do I think that Trump? should need to to debate absolutely but there's stricter requirements to get into the second bait, d- debate i don't think he should go to the first one i wouldn't if i was him i would not stand on a stage wait to see who the real contenders are yeah 
Wait for the second one. He's got to. He's got to get in at least for the second one. But what, I what he the just first said one. was absolutely true. He's he's got to be smart about it. Yeah. Why should he go and stand there and be bullied and beaten up by a bunch of one percenters and like Mike Pence? Let Mike Pence, let the rest of them have to go and fight it out and then suffer the humiliation that they didn't even qualify to make it to the second debate where Trump will be. And then when Trump gets to the second debate, if you've got any three percenters there, then you just ignore him. If Chris Christie's on the stage, you just ignore him. You don't you just don't even respond to him. That's how, that's how you handle him. Uh, prosecutor for ex-prosecutor Shokin, who Joe Biden got fired for Ukraine, has responded to the accusations. And we're going to share that with you guys. Jen Psaki trying to say that Trump is following Putin's tactics. Oh, no, quite the other way around. And we get uh, breaking news in terms of the Devin Archer and the Hunter Biden saga when we come back. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. we got one more clip of Trump that I want to play for you guys talking about the rigged election because he's so right on here with what he's saying. And then we're going to switch gears and we'll get into the, the latest on uh, Devin Archer, the Tucker Carlson interview. We've also got uh, Shokin's response. But I want to play this, guys, this for you guys. Skins, please play clip Trump 4. The fake charges put forth in their sham indictment are an outrageous criminalization of political speech disorders. You make a statement, oh, we have to indict him because he said we were dishonest. Let's indict him. They're trying to make it illegal to question the results of a Mm -hmm. bad election. It was a very bad election. Everybody knows that. But only a party that cheats in elections would try to make it illegal because... If you have nothing to hide, why would Mm -hmm. you do that? And why would you be afraid to have those results come out? If you can't challenge a rigged election or if you don't have borders, then in actuality, you really don't have a country. We don't have borders. Millions and millions of people are pouring through our borders like an open wound, like a sieve. We're not the ones trying to undermine American democracy. We are the ones fighting to save our democracy fighting to save our democracy. He's absolutely right. If you can't contest an election, quite frankly, the only thing I disagree with him there is he says, if you can't contest a rigged election, we don't have a country. You should be able to contest an election anytime you want. It's in the Constitution. Jamie Raskin did in 2016. Look what Al Gore dragged this country through. What was it in the 60s? In the 60s, I, I, was it 68 that there was there was contested election? I think it was 2012. It might have been 20. No, no, it wasn't 2012. I don't remember what year it was when it uh, might have been 2016 when they, I think it was Nancy Pelosi's daughter was a delegate, uh, tried to introduce a different set of electors. This is uh, this is what our entire country was founded on. I got uh, a couple of emails I want to read to you guys. Lori says, I am mad at how much of our money they are wasting. The Jack Jack guy came out and said the Supreme Court will overturn it. Yeah, if you're talking about the Jack Smith, it, it will be overturned by the Supreme Court. But the left doesn't care. They play smash mouth. Because this isn't about proper use of the law. They don't care about following the law and what's right or wrong under the law. They don't care about what's right legally, constitutionally, morally, ethically. 
They want to stop Trump from winning in 2024. And every time they do something like this, you can think about the cultural shift. Too. Part of the gain from this is not even just about Trump. It's about it. Remember what the Supreme Court said in 2012 about um, the attempt to I don't even remember who it was in 2012, uh, who the presidential candidate was who had been charged with lying or something like that. And the, here's what the rem, reminder what the Supreme Court said that such criminalization would give government a broad sensorial power unprecedented in this court's cases or in our constitutional tradition. The mere potential for the exercise of that power cast a chill, a chill. The first amendment cannot, a a, a chill. The first amendment cannot permit a free speech thought and discourse to remain a foundation of our freedom where it's different now versus 2012 at the time that was written is there's now how many Americans are you think about the number of Americans that are perfectly okay with the suppression of all of our speech of all of our rights including free speech there's Americans think about it this way when one of the attorneys who had lied to the courts and lied to the FBI over the illegal surveillance of Donald Trump and his people. When he was prosecuted in D.C., it was one of the only cases that Durham brought. The D.C. jury said they they knew he lied to the FBI and they didn't care because it was about Trump. The left doesn't care about the rule of law. And there's too many Americans in this country that don't care if first if the First Amendment gets completely destroyed as long as it somehow hurts the conservatives because they don't understand. We are so far away from being a nation that understands and appreciates our rights. That we've got Americans celebrating today. We've got Ron DeSantis, who was supposed to be the number one conservative governor in the country Rephrase my question. Propping up a, a rigged 2020 election because he's he's on board with the deep state, destroying a former president because he hopes he can gain from it. It's despicable. He's not speaking out against about how this is destroying the First Amendment. Not a bit. Skins, you wanted to say something? I'll rephrase my question. If he, if somehow there's you know some mending of the fences, would you want him as vice president? No. No, I don't try. I have no trust in him at this point. No, I said kind of the final straw. It was the final straw. I have been telling you in the audience here for for years before Trump indicated he was going to run again, that I liked what 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 um, DeSantis was doing in Florida, but I didn't trust him. I didn't know where he stood on on the big national issues. He's got a Republican legislature down in Florida. Um, I had concerns that he he was ran a terrible campaign and and barely got elected in the first place. His wins are never really as much of a win as you think they are when you delve into it. He's running as the anti-COVID, anti-Fauci governor when he bought into everything Fauci said and applauded Fauci in March of 2020, just you know, like like Trump did. So the fact that you wised up to Fauci later doesn't mean that you were anti-COVID from day one. I mean, there's images of him double masked. He bragged about pushing those shots around everywhere. So, you know, well, Trump was pro-shot, fine, but Trump's not Trump's not running a campaign pretending that he was the anti-COVID president. So it's just, there. there's too many smoke and mirrors. 
I don't like some of his policies that he's come out with down there. Oh, I, I'm so anti-woke that I'm going to give tax breaks to families with children under four. Well, what about somebody that's poor with a five-year-old? That's liberalism. That's manipulating the tax code for power to get votes. How is that any different than Biden going and trying to wipe out student loan debt for votes? I just his his most anti-woke thing, his don't say gay bill stopped at the third grade. So I just I so as of right now, I don't even want him on the VP ticket. I don't even want him as VP. So let's switch gears. Let's start talking about the um, Devin Archer clips with Tucker. We're going to talk about, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. We're going to share with you about Shokin's response. Uh, some latest with Tucker. We got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And um, a couple of pop pop culture stories for you guys. So don't go away. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I've scrapped the rest of the show. I don't. I just don't feel like talking anymore about Devin Archer and this and uh, the Biden crime family. So I need to take a break from it as we Get roll into the here. weekend. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's like every day. Every day we've just got more and more and more evidence of... The crimes that were committed, nothing's being done about it yet. And, and you know, but it, and every time the more evidence comes out, a former president gets indicted and it's just it's enough. Let's shift gears um, because here's kind of a shocking story. Um, one of the funders of a sponsor of an investor in the movie The Sound of Freedom was arrested, accused of child kidnapping skins. His name is Fabian Marta, 51, of Chesterfield, Missouri, and he was charged with felony kidnapping. His name appears in the credits. Um, St. Louis uh, Metropolitan Police confirmed that Marta was arrested. And let's see if there's any more details here. Bail was set at $15,000. How do you even get bail for kidnapping? If he's convicted, he could face up to 10 years. It's interesting because it, to me, I'm not really shocked because isn't this the perfect cover for somebody who's a child rapist or, oh, the, the mugshot of this guy is just, you can, t- you can just really tell what a creep he is. Um... I don't really see any other details. The nature of the the incident in the criminal case relates to is not clear. Kidnapping, though. His next court date is on August 28th. So it would be interesting to see what happens. But it just goes to show this is a really important lesson for everybody out there that the majority of times when children are sexually assaulted, molested, kidnapped, sold into slavery or trafficked. I, I know that the video, there's videos out there of showing kids being snatched off the street, but a lot of times it's somebody that you know. It's somebody close to you. It's somebody who's got access. 
Um, it's it's somebody with access. It's somebody with the opportunity that with an authority figure. Somebody maybe is a family member. Somebody that goes out of their way to build trust, and that's how they get access. So what what perfect cover for a child a pervert than to uh to, for somebody that is is trafficking in children or whatever than to fund the movie Sound of Freedom. Wow. Hopefully, um, any children are, are involved in that. I wish I knew more. I want to know more about what happened with these children and hoping that they're okay. The reality is, is whatever's been involved. I mean, can you imagine even if the child wasn't involved, wasn't even molested, just to have been kidnapped, just to have been held in some way? It's just, it's, it's how do you recover from that? Reading some more emails. This is kind of an odd transition. Larry says, just saw scumbag Isa on KUSI at four on the third, uh, must be the third indictment, commenting, you can believe Trump. I'm not sure I understand what you're saying here. Just saw scumbag Isa on KUSI at four on the third, commenting, you can believe Trump being a petulant child phraseology while appearing to defend him. Uh, Isa was in Del Mar, no doubt, with his rhino buddies. So, um, uh, Sandy says, big no for me, too, on DeSantis at this point. Um, I'm not really interested in how DeSantis is going to try to spin uh, the... Uh, it explains me why, for people in his inner circle, I've been texting with a lot of DeSantis's inner circle people for a while and saying, you know, um, when is he going to speak out on this? When is he going to speak out on election integrity? When is he going to speak out on the deep state? And, oh, he'll, he'll get there, he'll get there. He's just, yeah, uh-huh. it ain't going to happen. Um, i tell you something I'm kind of interested and excited about for this weekend. Do you have any uh, big plans this weekend, Skins? Not this weekend. Nope. Just going to re- recharge the batteries. Well, I tell you something fun that I'm planning to go do tomorrow. Not the, not being paid to promote this, but evidently at the racetrack tomorrow. I'm not a, I'm not a big gambler. Oh, that reminds me. I forgot to buy a Powerball or Mega Millions ticket for tonight. I'm I'm the worst gambler. I forgot. I bought. Talk about it. the jackpot a lot. I talk about what I would do with the money, and then I forget to go buy a ticket. <laughs> Anyway, I stink at gambling. I, you know, I don't like it. It's not my thing. But at the racetrack tomorrow, they are having a um, tribute to New Orleans Festival tomorrow. There's going to be food trucks with New Orleans food and music. And, and so I'm going to go head out, check that out tomorrow afternoon. Um, what else am I doing this weekend? That's about it, I think. Um, I don't know. The weather's going to be absolutely gorgeous. I'll probably get a little time at the beach. Um, were you still planning on going to see Oppenheimer at some point? At some point, yes. Three hours long. I don't know. I need you to go see it and tell I, me whether I, or not you I, think I will it's take any the good. hit for you because I know that's too long for you. Yeah, no, too long for me. Um, I am going to find out or check out to see when the gymnastics competitions are. Evidently, Simone Biles has decided she's going to compete again, which comes as a shock to me because I don't know if you remember. Do you watch uh, the Olympics? I do. do. Watch- I love the Olympics. Did you? Were you aware of the uh, women's gymnastics to where she uh, competed and she really kind of fell on her face? In, yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. And that was tough to watch. I actually, and the reason why, and I, I was torn over it because I'm such a fan of hers. I love women's gymnastics. Excuse me. 
So I'm going to guess you're, uh, you like the Summer Olympics more than the Winter Olympics. Oh, I'm actually torn between the two because I love... You have some events in each that you like? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I was a little disappointed in her, though, because, uh, you know, uh, she's the greatest of all time female gymnast. However, she knew she was struggling with anxiety before she took the spot. And then she withdrew from key competitions, taking a spot from another girl. And I just felt like that wasn't the right thing to do. And I still adore her. I think she's phenomenal. It's just, if you think that it's just not your year and you're just, because I mean, I don't know how these, they go up there and they, I love the bars. The, the beam is her, is her number one, the beam and the floor exercise. And you know, they, some days they're on and some days they're not. And I, and she was going through it. She was struggling. And on the vault, I'm sorry. Am I making you yawn? Yeah, you are. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's been a week, you guys. It's been such a week. And she just she was she knew she was kind of there was some cracks before she took the spot. Now her her coach says no hesitation. So I'm going to support the goat by watching her tomorrow. Um, I don't know how much she's been training. She's recently married. Hopefully, she's just happy. It's cool to see her at it again. Yeah, cool to see her at it again. I'm such a fan of hers. I'm a fan of gymnastics. And that is not a sport in which I think we're going to see biological males try to compete. The UK, in one sport, has banned biological males from competing as women. I just saw that headline. And I wanted to mention this as... Um, somebody that I wanted to, to nominate as a potential for a hero of the week. I can't remember what. It might be cycling. It's one of those types of, of sports. Um, I have a hero of the week or nominee for hero of the week. I haven't decided who's hero. I saw um, a Coast Guard guy. It's off the, off of the coast of Florida. We don't talk much about Coast Guard. Y'all know that I'm the daughter of two Marines. I love the military. We try to praise law enforcement. I mean, you know, so many times these celebrities get called heroes and, bas- and sports figures. To, to me, a hero is somebody that makes a choice to sacrifice something for the good of others or somebody that risks their life. I saw a video, and it's a DailyMail.uk. I saw a video of a Coast Guard guy. He sees a driver of a boat going 40 miles an hour. The driver goes overboard. I don't know the circumstances of that. This Coast Guard guy jumps off the Coast Guard boat onto a speedboat going 40 miles an hour to try to stop the boat because it's going to the waves and could kill somebody. That's a hero to me, man. Yeah, same. My hero of the week is, I know it's third segment, but uh, 42-year-old dad uh, dove into a river. His three kids uh, were distressed. They didn't know if they were going to get out. So he dove in after his 8, 11, and 13-year-old, and the kids made it back to safety. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't make it out of the water. This is who we need to be highlighting every week when we're talking about Heroes of the Week, the ordinary Americans <clears throat> that do extraordinary things. I mean, that's true sacrifice. Yeah. I saw a video of a woman today and I don't know if it was her child or not but there was a toddler a little black baby was so cute oh my gosh little boy he couldn't have been more than six months old and there is a big black woman twerking in his face with her butt and her crotch literally in his face 
There's another video on Daily I mean, that's sexual abuse of a child. She should have been arrested on the spot. The parents that are taking children to drag queen story hours to give dollar bills to their child to go put up in the crotch of a man. Yeah, what's wrong with you? We've got some sick parents. Tomorrow, there is a protest that's taking place against the drags, the the sisters of perpetual indulgence going to a drag queen story hour here in San Diego. We're going to give you those details when we come back. The Americans that will go and take time on a Saturday to go and protest that are a nominee for Hero of the Week for me. And we're going to share that information with you guys when we come back. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Not fun when you're sitting in the radio station and the construction overhead sounds like it's about to come through the ceiling, which reminds me, flashback to the old Vegas days. By the way, I got an email from a listener who says I didn't mention a girdle. Child, AK's never had to wear a girdle, okay? Um, I did wear control top pantyhose because you want to make sure that there's no bumps or anything, but uh, size two in a suit. One of my nicknames, by the way, was Pinky. Because I wore a lot of pink suits. And to give you a visual, I was kind of, I kind of was like Amanda from, in fact, some people would say that I was like a little, dressed a little bit like a, a, the Amanda character on uh, Melrose Place. So um, anyway, um, okay, before the break, I was talking about Drag Queen Story Hour. It's coming to San Diego tomorrow. I can't go and support uh, people in protesting because I've got KUSI in the morning commitment and I've already committed myself to be on Newsmax. So up until noon tomorrow in which this will all be over, um, I will not be able to attend. But this will be the event is at the New Children's Museum. It's Drag Queen Story Hour. Rumored special guest, San Diego Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Remember, this is the anti-Catholic drag group that is so disgusting that after when people found out that they were going to be highlighted at the Dodgers game, uh, people had an absolute uproar. There should be this much, even more of an uproar here. That was a baseball game where families go, this is at the Children's Museum. These people are despicable. This is disgusting. Praying on children and doing so while spitting on the Bible and religion is absolutely foul to me. If you're a parent listening to me and you would take your child to that call in, I dare you to call in and explain yourself to me why you would do this. The, cho- the, the event is tomorrow at 10. Go join the protest. Parking is, find some parking anywhere. I don't remember exactly where the parking is going to be, but Lexit is leading uh, the protest tomorrow. We need to make sure there's a good turnout for this. Uh, I want to read to you wh- how, the, how they are describing this event. Um, the parking, pro- the parking is, uh, people are going to park the protesters at the Embarcadero Marina Marina Park North. Here's how uh, they describe it. Joan, pick, join Pickle. Oh, how cute. Pickle. Gee, what does that represent? Join Pickle, the first drag laureate of West Hollywood. So they're bringing down these creeps from Hollyweird for Drag Queen Story Hour at the new Children's Museum. Yay! This is a free family event appropriate for toddlers 
and young children. Then afterwards, enjoy free admission to the new Children's Museum. Drag Queen Story Hour is just what it sounds like. Drag queens reading stories to children in an inclusive, safe, and loving environment. DQSH captures the imagination and play of the gender fluidity of childhood and gives kids glamorous, positive, and unabashedly queer role models. In spaces like this, kids are able to imagine a world where people can present as they wish and where dress-up is real. They're not even hiding the indoctrination of children and that this is about recruiting into, quote, gender fluidity, i.e. LBGTQ. This is basically saying that every child comes out of the womb wanting to be a drag queen and being LBGTQ. I wish I could go in the morning because I'm telling you, if I didn't have to go to KUSI, if I wasn't already committed... This makes me really ticked off. What is wrong with you parents out there? You were telling the story of a dad who went in to try to save his children and he died trying to save them from drowning. And we have parents literally handing their children over to creeps and perverts and pedophiles. Oh, this isn't pedophilia. It's not. Drag queens... Uh, are it's a sexualized performance. These are grown men gyrating in thongs in front of children. There's but they nothing, call it a family event. There's nothing family about it. There's nothing innocent about it. This is about this is about sexualizing young children and grooming them. These drag queens are not trying to go around and read to senior citizens, are they? Babies, toddlers. It's disgusting filth. Do we have a hero? Oh, my, I still I still stand by my hero is the dad that dove into the river and saved his kids. Well, let's think of those are your average Americans in terms of politics. I got to give it to I mean, I give it. I mean, I hate to say it. I give it to President Trump. I mean, this guy for Andrea years upon years has been battered in every way possible. And he still stands up for this country. Yeah. And you know what? He didn't have to. He could go away right now if he wanted to. Yeah. Oh, he's so narcissistic. Look what this man has been through. Only somebody who has no idea, who's never been persecuted, never been, who's never sacrificed anything. That's so easy for people to say when they've never taken a stand for anything. He didn't have to come down those escalators in 2015. As much money he had, as easy as life was for him. No, I think the only reason he is doing it is because he literally believes in America and its citizens. And unlike Vivek Ramaswamy, you go back and you can find old clips of him back in the 90s on Oprah and all around. And he has taken the same positions now that he did then. Right. The only thing he's really changed is his views on on abortion. And he's and he's got a very clear, succinct, honest, obviously genuine story as to why he changed on abortion and it had to do with a family member who I can't even remember the story now but I think it was somebody that was supposed to be aborted and ended up not being aborted or something and getting to know that person in their in in his family and it just completely changed his his perspective on it and he became the most pro-life president we've ever had so um, I I think I'm with you Uh, what's your stink of the week my uh, my stink of the week 
I'm, I'm torn between my stink of the week being uh, it's got to be the any Republican or conservative that's piling on that's not defending Donald Trump because to defend Donald Trump right now is to defend America. And to pile on Trump right now is to pile on against America and is to join well, the deep state. like you and I were talking about. I, I still think every Republican that's worth their values should have stood up the day the day of, not even the day after, Andrea, the day of and said, you know what? This is not American. This is not constitutional. This is wrong, period. Yeah. I want to give a shout out and a big thank you to everybody who offered help in any way. I got all kinds of offers for help on my car situation. Um, everything from John is offering to help me figure out on the repair situation who used to work at a car dealership. And so John, I definitely plan on talking to you. Also got, I also got comments in, in messages with ideas that if I am going to buy a car, what kind of car to buy? Like I think Lori suggested the Hyundai Tucson. I think those, I don't know where you live, Lori. That is such a well-made car and so popular that they're kind of hard to come by. (laughs) It's in Southern California. So I just appreciate it. I just want to say thank you for all the support out there. Messages from people hoping the event goes well next week. I'm so honored. I can't tell you guys how excited I am for everybody that's coming out next Thursday night uh, to join us for our Saving Town Hall event with Mike Gallagher and Officer Brandon Tatum. I mean, it's a pinch me moment for me to think that I'm going to get to share the stage with those two guys and that anybody would even show up to an event that I'm at. If you do want to go, it would mean a lot to me. Go to the Answers SanDiego.com for tickets. Bob Walters will be there. We the Kids is going to be there. So many others that you know and love. And I love you all. Have a very safe weekend. Email me at andrewkshow.com. Our 24-hour hotline, 844-814-5227. Thank you, Skins. See you on Monday. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.